gun control uh, change in gun regulation starts on top with the governor. We we do not have legislation or legislative powers. We can, we do not. We are not a part of the um, what do you call it? checks and balances system. We are simply civilians. We are simply the citizens of the United States of America. So it's very uh, hilarious to me when I see Biden and them coming on and they're like, we have to do something and we have to do something. And Biden had the nerve to say, well, this doesn't happen in other countries, which we know mass shootings being a regular thing. Um, I think Viola Davis and a couple of people sent something that went viral saying the UK had one in the 90s. And immediately, I think that week or very shortly after they changed the laws and they haven't really had a mass shooting since and around the world we don't have that well guess what this year alone we have had 213 mass shooting okay it's not even the summer yet new york used to be time where you could say it was a shooting season in the hood you say it's going to be hot you know people getting a little uh, aggy ag, ag what we say aggy or aggravated some people don't have cooling systems you come outside next you know you hot you sticky bumping to somebody somebody's gonna fight or eventually a gun is gonna get drawn usually you see the more of those any year especially towards the, the the end of any time of the year but especially towards the end of the year on the holidays maybe you might see spikes in crime there's you know certain crimes that have certain patterns and seasonal well 213 before the end of the year is way too damn much and when you come to the statistics or the numbers for how many mass shootings or that they have at school or school related mass shootings between the grades of k through 12 in 2022 alone it's anywhere between 27 to 30 including rob elementary high school i mean excuse me elementary school because the numbers differ anywhere from 27 to 30, depending on what's the classification of what you would call a school mass shooting. Okay, some say there's a, a you know how it is with the legal jargon, so to speak, but 27 to 30 in a year. Clearly, the numbers are not lying that something's going on. But why are you asking us to, what do you want us to do? You see, the problem is it's not affecting their children. That's what y'all don't think. Politicians and all these people, by the time they get up there, even if they have small children, they are okay. Their children have protection of some sort. They're going to schools. They're going to academies for crying out loud where they're rubbing elbows with other socialite children or politicians' children. You know how that goes. You're most likely just keeping them away. They don't have to worry about. And I'm not saying that this happens in, in inner city schools versus a good uh, 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 suburban elementary school it could happen at any elementary school but their elementary schools don't have to worry about it see sasha and malia and them they got secret service for the rest of their life and they deserve it biden he don't got to worry about it his son whether if he is a coquette or not to this day he your family the family will always have it it doesn't even matter if they're 25 50 years old they don't have to worry about these things if obama or some of them or if somebody or one of us started running up there and actually made it in like, you see how they, they, they uh, got into the White House at that time and they, and they stormed the Capitol and they did all that stuff? If they actually went in there and actually started shooting people and, 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 and uh, uh, politicians and, and, and the president had actually got shot, and if they got touched, if their kids got touched, now they're going to sit their ass down and be like, how are we going to control this thing so that we could make sure that this never happens again to us? We got to control how they're regulating stuff on the bottom so they don't come to us. I bet you if it was on their front door and if it was on their front step and not just another political fucking issue to deal with and sweep under the rug, they would move a little bit fucking faster. Okay, They are really very far removed from us as a people. They can relate, but they can't relate. At the end of the day, we're just population. We're cattle. Okay, They have to come in and do what they have to do. The whole political spiel. So sorry for the families. My condolences. 
you know, all this kind of stuff. We have to make change. We have to, but when are you going to make change? When are you going to stop lying and tell the people the truth is you don't want to make change because of all the money that's involved in it. It's too much freaking money involved in letting these guns go all over the place without regulation. Okay. Too much money. Okay, they don't, uh, violence, crime, weapons, all the stuff that makes America dis- uh, disgusting and ugly, alcohol, they, it all runs in the plentiful. They don't want to control if they wanted to. The war on drugs, they know war on drugs, they know the drugs that come on through here. They always have. Okay, the biggest drug dealers, I say it all the time, they're politicians. I say it all the time. They're just thugs and gangsters in suits. And they're the biggest, uh, what do you call it? They're they the real bloods. You don't worry about bloods that wear things on the street. No, these, they got real blood on their hands that you will never see because they wear suits and they clean. They don't even pull the trigger themselves. They send other people like your kids to do it. So at the end of the day, I'm very sick and tired of my politics. I wasn't going to say we all sat down together and did this. They're not going to do it for filthy lucre's sake. That's it. They got other people. You see, when it comes to the Republicans as well, down south, they want their guns. People do have a right to bear arms. They just don't want to admit that maybe because you know how to use your gun and maybe because your mental health, according to you anyway, we don't know. You're saying you're stable enough to have a gun and you're responsible to use a gun. And you're saying, I have a right to have a gun and I can afford a gun to get one legally. So they start pushing that. It's not everybody should have a gun in their hand. Just like everybody should not keep guns in their house, even if they could keep it secure. You would have never saw this kid coming. They said that he never had a record. Um, he's never been violent before. He's just turned 18. Clearly, the law in that state says at 18 years old, you go buy a gun. I'm sure they did a background check on him. I don't know that they didn't. I don't know that they didn't. Okay, but they say he bought it somewhere. He didn't make it seem as if he was able to go into a store in Texas that's very gun-friendly. You could carry outside. You could sit on your porch, just like Virginia and some of these other states, and shoot a squirrel if you want to. Okay, and some people was able to live in the time and have their guns, stand their ground, and they didn't have to worry about all this shit. But now they have to admit we're getting into a time where guns are getting in people's hands and they don't know what they're doing. They're irresponsible. They're untrained. And most of all, their mental state may not be there. Y'all gonna keep turning a blind eye. I'm telling you, so some of them politicians get popped in the fucking head and I'm not wishing that on anybody. They're not gonna change a damn thing. They don't get touched. Their kids don't get touched. Uh, the, the political genders are there. They got too much people that put money in their pocket to make sure that certain laws don't change and stay the way they are. If they really want to change, if they really, really want to change, people, have, would have, people who have the right to bear arms and have arms and, and carry would have to admit we need to do something different and we, we would even want to be regulated. Some people don't want to be regulated. You know, what are you going to do? You don't know when nobody's going to lose their mind. So you just got to trust and hope that people is not going to lose their mind. I'll tell you one thing. That uh, shooter on campus thing could happen anywhere. I know when I was in college, it was Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech was a big deal. So after Virginia Tech happens, uh, St. John's University, where I, where I was attending at the time, went into immediate, like, we have to do something in case this happens here or anywhere else. Like, we can't just be defenseless. And they came up with this emergency texting system that we all had to, uh, um, for everything. It didn't matter if school was shut down. It used to be that you used to call a number for a club, but they did for everything, especially if something like this would go down. And would you not know that shortly after Virginia Tech, one day we're all sitting in a classroom and we all get a text alert by teacher and everybody on the phone. And we're all just like, we all just looked up in fear and panic. We're like, there's a gunman on campus. There was a gunman on campus walking around. And they told everybody to buckle down, lock down, and to just stay safe. And that authorities have been notified and they are on their way. 
child. Lights went off. The teacher shut everything down. We moved everybody to the back of the room so that if anybody's walking through the hallway and looking for people or something, we just seemed like nobody's there. And we barricaded the door and we just waited in fear. Meanwhile, we're putting our phones on silent. So, cause, because believe it or not, now we're on the news. We're like, oh my God, we're on the news. This is real. This is real. We could literally see it. CNN. We didn't, we had like sidekicks back then and blackberries, bro. This is not even like iPhone, but somebody's like, oh my God, no, it's real. It's real. Everybody's calling. Everybody's phone's going off. We, we're just trying to silently text our parents. My mother who was working at the hospital, they almost had to take us to the emergency room, child. They was like, your daughter's school's on the news. There's coming on campus. Who saved us? Public safety. It was a public safety officer and it was a student of St. John's University, a fellow student who just so happened to be on campus for class, got the text message and took it upon himself to go by public safety and assist public safety. And he was also a NYPD cadet and they both tackled him to the ground and, and, and restrained him until authorities came. Now it took another while for a SWAT of FBI, this is a big deal. They took it very seriously to sweep the campus. So even though we were getting alerts like, uh, like they had apprehended the, the guy, or whatever. We don't know where, which building. It's a large campus. It's so many buildings. You got the dorms. They have to check, make sure he's not by himself. Is he by himself? Is there other people? So they was just checking and make sure that everything was clear. It took so long. But I'll never forget that scene of just scrambling and swat and shields and guns just running across the, the thing. And then we ended up being okay. This kid was walking through the campus with a Fred Flintstone mask on his face. And he has carrying a rifle. It was, was looking like a plastic bag. And at first, one of the students said, because it says you could be a drama student, you could be this. They said it was a creepy mess. It looked like Fred Flintstone, but it was a little off. But somebody said it could be a drama student. But it wasn't until somebody else, it was another student that saw that this creep walking around. I said, no, sign ain't right here, Virginia Tech, boom. And they pushed the button and made the call to public safety, which immediately sent the text message out to everybody. You, you got to be active and alert. And again, they would have took too long. If this kid, and he, suppose it was a one-shot rifle, like you shoot once, you got to load again. But did you have one target? They, this stuff, they never found out because St. John's, and with these families that go to St. John's, it's like this. It's literally like class. It's like the tale of two cities. You're going to have the kids that are like me. My parents are like middle class or, you know, trying to make it. But, you know, we're not there. You know, my mom does literally have to work at the job, live at the job in order to make ends meet for me to be able to afford the school. And then you got the kids that's coming in Ferrari and Porsche. And, you know, and literally the moms and dad paid for it because they are the kids of a politician or of a, a surgeon or literally like big top dog kids are coming through here. And this guy's family was one of those families. So the they got expelled from the school. They only charged him with, I think, simply carrying a gun he was not authorized to carry. I guess they didn't want to. The family stepped in. And, I be, and I'm trying to figure out, did they ever mark his ass down as a potential person if he ever went to any other university who could potentially walk through the campus again? Family stated he had mental health issues. That's all that was ever said in the papers because St. John's University was involved. I can't, I can't, it was, got political and it got sealed out. But if he had started shooting people there. Now, shortly after that... I had heard there was a shooting in the campus in 18 or 16 on the dorms. There was a drug thing going bad. And then um, even before I got to St. John's, a former high school friend of mine went to a St. John's University party. He didn't go there. He didn't go to the school, but he had a friend who went to the school. He went to the party. And uh, one of his friends that he brought to the party had a gun. It was a fight. And they shot one of the football players. That's when St. John's had a football team. They shot one of the football players and he got paralyzed. And that was a big deal, too. That was a mass shooting, but shooting can happen. The hell you talking about? Come on. And these days, 
is and those days when I when it was happening, it happened, but it wasn't happening as common as these days. I just told you two hundred and thirteen mass, and then twenty seven to thirty K through twelve in less than six months of the year. But they're asking us. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do. You're not going to do a goddamn thing. Really? You know? We don't even know the kid's motive. Supposedly, the, his grandmother's dead, they said. And then um, one of the teachers who passed away, she's about to celebrate her 25th year anniversary. They said that her husband, within 48 hours, died of a heart attack. Not them four children. Not them four children. Lost two parents. Okay? They got to go find me set up. So they could sit there and set these children up for college and the rest of their lives or what they're going to do, funeral expenses and all of this. And it was and it was high school sweethearts. And it's getting ready to go celebrate their 25th. Hello, somebody. The world's getting crazy every day. But the politicians got the nerve to come cry, act like they're crying with somebody. Nick, you, you just found all your people's. And it's, it, you, they don't even have to worry about it. They, they, they could say they do, but they don't. They don't. And area president been assassinated since JFK and uh, Lincoln. And the only reason that happened, and, and, they, and they got Bobby. They got Bobby. Bobby wasn't a president, but they, but they got Bobby Kennedy. Yes, they did. Somebody got Bobby. Okay? That's political. But I'm talking about as far as the president, it was Abraham Lincoln. We know what that was about. He freed the damn slaves. He, 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 he uh, uh, the South. <laughs> that he messed up the whole South. The South wanted to be succeeded. There was a problem. He had to. JFK, you already knew what was going on with him. He was, he was against uh, secret societies. The things that you all still don't swear don't exist today. You know, he was against... Um, Things behind the scenes. His, his family might have came up bootlegging and doing all this other stuff, but there was a lot of stuff he was not for. He didn't ready to talk too damn much. Fixed his ass. But then when they fix him, they send other people to do it. They're talking about some John Wilkes Booth. It wasn't no John Wilkes Booth. It was somebody else. They don't care. It was you all. When the hell the president ever got his hands dirty. When they don't want you there, they put or anybody, they want you there, they fix your ass, do it some other way. Governor Abbott is talking about, Abbott, how many guns you got in your house? You know, y'all need to figure out what they, they need to figure out what they're gonna do. What they're not gonna do a damn thing. It makes up money, money, money. Americans love money. In the meantime, while these politicians are not gonna be changing, you know, the laws because they're they're uh, own personal reasons, and I think obviously we all know that it's greed and everything is political. That's why one thing when it comes to politics, and it's not just politics and government. There's politics at work. There's politics everywhere. Once you're talking about, it gets shady. You know what I'm saying? You get, you're talking about shadiness. You're talking about favoritism. You're talking about throwing people under the bus. You're talking about what's better for not necessarily everybody, so to speak, but who's who's maybe the the big winners right now, who uh, power leaders. You know, it's all about power when you talk about politics and who you want to please who's in power, so to speak. And we don't know who's really pulling the strings from behind the scenes, but whoever's pulling the strings from behind the scenes don't want no changes from gun laws. That's pretty, that's pretty obvious. Also, we could start trying to figure out safety measures to keep these, these kids safe. When I was going to school, I went to school in Long Island. When I, I started out in Queens, but then I lived in Long Island for 14 years, and I moved back to Queens. I've been back here for a while. It was for over a decade. I've been back in Queens for a while. But when I lived out there, uh, I've, we always, at the time, took for granted our high school faculty and how much they watched over us because they helicoptered us. And it was the kind of thing that we used to joke. Um, we had a guy there about I mean, named Mr. Harper. You know, even our our beloved boss bitch, Italiana, you know, principal, Miss Rika, everybody that was there was there for the children. They wasn't there for just a check. And 
boy did they chase us down they wanted us in class on time they wanted and yeah like every school i guess i don't know how they're running schools today but they wanted us in class on time if you had a hat on in the building please take your hat off they knew you personally every grade they knew you by face and the reason they did that is because they always wanted to know when somebody especially a student who didn't belong in the school and went to another school we don't care if you're good or bad you don't go to this school what are you doing here People used to have boyfriends in other schools. Maybe it was in another district. Maybe it was in the same school district. Uh, we were on the borderline of Queens. Your boyfriend can go right here to PS something or Van Buren or one of these little high schools out here, you know, and just come in to pick you up because maybe he drives now. But now he wants to come through the building. You know, some people, they want to come through the building. They have friends at this school, too. And they would they would always know and stop. And you'd be like, why are you doing that? Is this person? They'd be like, they don't go here. We're, here. we're just trying to keep you safe, okay? They had a time when if you wasn't in... Like, let's say you wasn't in the school by a certain time. Every time the bell rings, every, every door got locked. So if you were outside for lunch, they knew that you were late and they would give you detention. But not only that, if you was outside for lunch and it wasn't your grade to be allowed or given permission to go outside, they would catch you out there too and let your parents know. They always let your parents know, like sh that schools should know, but you hated them for that. And your parents kept saying, I love these people because they, they care about y'all. We didn't see that. They, they care about y'all. They just want y'all to do well. They're trying to keep y'all safe. Never understood it. Never understood it. Locking us in. Locking us out. They didn't have truancy in Long Island. My school created their own truancy. Mr. Al Harper used to get into that damn car and he used to drive around the pizzeria looking for kids that should not be outside because they have younger grades because you shouldn't be out here. Sometimes they didn't want to give you suspension or detention. They just want you inside. Okay. I them teachers cared. I know what it's like to have teachers care. I remember one of my teachers who was a retired Marine told us he, he could literally kill somebody with his bare hands. When it was time to keep watch after school, he made it his business just to stay every two, three hours just to make sure. And cops, cops should always be around the school. I can't understand. After school, they have all these crosswalking people. When I used to be uh, leaving elementary school and high school in Long Island, there, was, there should be a cop in the area or within the vicinity of a school always posted the fuck up. Have to be. Every school should have a police, not just, not just after school and before school. All schools should have some kind of a cop in the precinct or something or some kind of a something. And in in you got to have a department in the precincts. You, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to help them. They're going to say they ain't got the money. Well, you better find the money. You better find the money. And then who saved them kids? It was supposed to be some off-duty borders, customs, patrol. I don't know if he just had a walkie-talkie and he just heard it go over the radio and he just ran in there hey boy was he at the right place at the right time because had he not did or got there when he did what they was gonna oh god i couldn't imagine how much worse it was gonna be i feel terrible and my thoughts and prayers are with those families those victims that entire community and rob elementary school i mean what a way to end the school year man i just i, I can't understand children but i hate that shit you don't know me if you know if you know me you know anything about me is i can't stand the children being messed with i, I hate it so much I hate it so much. That's all I do is sit there and, 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 like I say, scare myself to death, but intentionally read about children who's being failed every day, whether it be neglected, abused, or whatever it is in society. I don't understand how these kids are not making it past a certain age today. It pisses me off. We're letting them down. And the next thing I want to bring up before I get off here is human trafficking again, because hmm, it's a real thing. So this story just came out that Ten days or so ago, thank God they found this girl. A young girl, she had believed she was 15 years old. She went to a game with her father. 
Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, she was trafficked from the Mavericks game, but she was found 10 days later in Oklahoma. And eight people are, were arrested in connection to this girl's um, human trafficking. She went there with her father. I'm talking to you all because I'm trying to tell you they're getting very intricate. They change up their plants and they don't look like pedophile or creeps. She went to the bathroom. She said, Dad, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom. She never came back from the bathroom. Between the time she left and went to the bathroom, she was approached. Okay? She was lured out of that stadium or that um, game, that bathroom, by a, a young lady, a Hispanic woman, who looked young. She, if you it was a guy or something, she looked decently attractive. When in the mugshot, she looks terrible. But she just, I don't know what she told the girl. I don't know what she told her to say, come with me. Or I'm going to poke you, scream, or I'm going to hit you, or whatever. Or maybe she said, um... Come with me this way. I don't know where they got free beer. I don't know what she told the girl. All I know at the end of the day is she told her something enough to make her come out there with her. And she did. And now she ends up human traffic. How they found her is that the police don't care. If your teen goes missing or a person of age, or if your teen goes missing, they assume that they ran away. They didn't want to come back. Yes, you could file after maybe uh, 40 to 24 hours, but it, they still treated it like she ran away. Why would she just walk away from a Mavericks game? We don't sense any foul play. Basically, they overlooked it. The family did not accept that as an answer. Why would she run away? And they hired a private investigator and worked with a nonprofit organization similar to Action Cultures that literally specifically work and has resources and have been doing this for some time to hunt down victims of human traffickers and bring in their predators. And so they found her online. Found her online. I think her pictures was online in a prostitution uh, website. And they took action immediately and they brought the girl home. Ten days, though, of that, her life has changed forever. Okay? And then the, the recent one that hit my city not too long ago, where the girl was um, missing for three months. Okay? She was, uh, I believe she was 18. But she was missing for three months. I can't remember where they took her from, but she lived out here in New York City. One of the five boroughs, they took her all over from New Jersey. She was there for a month. She was over here, back over here. And finally, they took her to Staten Island. They're passing her around, passing her around, passing her around. Finally, she was able to break free and run into a Staten Island pre uh, priest because they say, I've been human traffic. I've been, I'm a missing girl. And they finally returned this girl home, I think, a day or two before her 18th birthday. Could you imagine this, these parents on the way she was for three, three months? You finally get them back and you're so happy. But then the ordeal they've been through. And now you have to, you have to, you have to oh, put, bring your child out of this trauma kind of thing. Human trafficking is real. When I tell you they pulled up, when I pull up the, um, the girl who was trafficked at the Mavericks girl. Hold on. I got to pull this up. And every time they find in another state, they're taking people. I don't know how many times I got to tell y'all that. Half of the people that's missing ain't missing. They got took. They're being treated as missing persons. Because people, everybody just gets up and just goes away. But where's the bodies? Where's the bones? So everybody just got up and walked away. And if they dead somewhere, somebody killed them. Everybody just committed the, the most perfect murder. So eight people was arrested in this girl's traffic case. Don't you know it's one, two, three, four, five, six women in it and two men? Because they send the women out. Whoever the hell is picking up the people on the bottom, they don't get the big pot. They get the little pot. The big pot goes to the person on top who actually makes the sale on the black market on the dark web. You see, that's who got the big pot. But there's a there's always a system. And they'll use anything from, hey, you want to go to a church group? You love God? Come on, us over here. And take your ass over here. And take you before you. The people that got locked in the Ubers and almost got took, okay? And I have a feeling 
that there's it's not a demand but there's some people there's demand for or some people oh so they're getting a little bit more desperate they have certain types that people want so they might want dark-haired girl they might want teen they want boys little girls they, they people are sick out here and this new thing with trackers People finding trackers on their car, calling the police. Like somebody, uh, my phone just pinged off. My iPhone just pinged off talking about some, now the tracking device that I do. I don't have no tracking device. They're looking all over the car. It's just under the car. Who put a tracking device under your car? It could be your lover, but who the hell is that? Then they taking you all over. She happened to get out. 10 days. Oh my gosh. They took her 200 miles away. And she could have never been seen again. And all they do is pass you around. The thing that sickens me about this is the women that was involved. Maybe they say, hey, some say they'll take you. They'll get you in for anything. They gonna get high with me. They'll get lonely people off the internet. You lonely, you want to go out on a date. Just be careful out here. That's all the hell that I could say. And this thing is this, uh, human trafficking. I told y'all since COVID, especially when people's um, lonely in the house, a lot of mental breakdown, a lot of people just want to get out the house, a lot of people vulnerable on the internet, and they took full advantage of it in every um, country in the world. Human traffic went up 100%. Nothing fucking goes up 100%. So I just wanted to uh, put that out there along with this because the world's getting crazy. And if you think they don't know about human trafficking, your government, you are stupid. Say what I said in the last episode. They don't care about mothers. Now I'm going to say they don't care about babies. They don't care about children. Matter of fact, they don't care about us. They'll starve you out. They'll starve your babies out. They'll put, leave all these dangerous things out there that helps us all self-destruct or, or just have others just destructing everything or killing everything. Destructing things in a path like this troubled 18-year-old kid whose mother says he ain't never been buying it before. She don't know where none of this came from. The grandfather said he don't know that the boy ever had a gun in the house. I guess, I, I, I mean, he bought it two days before the 18th birthday. I don't know that he came home and told everybody I got this big-ass rifle in the house. Okay, Unless that family is just one of these gun-toting families and they already was training him to, you know, by 18, we're going to get you your first gun, you know. I try to make fun about it. They probably didn't know. Uh, they say the motive for the first, you, this, this is what I don't understand. They said that the boy was upset with the grandmother because he didn't graduate high school and she was saying something to him about that. So she shot him. She, he shot her. Okay. But also they said that he premeditatedly has said in, in a post that he, was, he wanted to shoot his grandmother. And then that day after he did, he says he shot his grandmother and then actually said that he was going to intentionally go shoot a school. I'm trying to figure out. Who, you couldn't be on my timeline, even if I went to high school and I knew you was trouble, talking about I'm going to shoot my grandmother. I'm going to have to call somebody, we know, and be like, did you see Timmy posting this shit? Nobody said anything? Nobody went by the house to at least be like, grandma, you good? You know, ma, I mean, I don't mean to alert you about your son, but you know he's, t I would follow, your mother didn't even see you, your mother didn't even see you post that. So, I mean, I know people don't always follow their children, but they probably should. Ugh, unless the children got crazy content or the mothers have crazy content. Ugh, we know how that goes as well. But for the most part, nobody saw anywhere in the family or friend to say, your grandmother. And then you're going to go shoot an elementary school. Nah, nigga, I don't know about all that. You could say that people's playing around. But at the same time, like, why play around like that? It says a lot about you. Who says stuff like that? Something's wrong with you. And the other thing is, um, back to human trafficking. I saw a video on the social media. I don't know. The girl, she was home with her kids. Somebody knocked on the door. Long story short, delivering flowers that she did not order. But she assumed maybe somebody sent them to her. Very, very large flowers. As she opened the door, the delivery guy says, 
Do you mind if I just place them inside? They're large. I'll help you just to place them inside. She says, sure. As placing it inside, he draws a gun out on her. She immediately runs to the room in her house where she has a gun. She draws the gun. She comes back, draws the gun. He, he immediately leaves. She has a doorbell camera on one of those cameras on her property. So she starts to, you know, she files a police report and everything. But she goes back to checking the cameras because she's just like shooken up now. She doesn't know what somebody's talking to her, targeting her or whatever. She's trying to even see if she could get her brother or somebody to come stay with her or her cousin, a male or anybody. She comes to find out that there's different cars that have been circling the house, circling the house, different cars, um, sometimes the same time or not. It seems as if they're trying to see if she's home or somebody's home. They specifically slow down. It's like the same, I guess you could say, behavior approaching her house. And then she's seen several times where different people was on her property looking as if they were workers. One guy was dressed in a full suit with a hat, goggles, and looking like an exterminator, like he was spraying under her porch roof thing for wasp or bees or something like but really that's where the camera was at they was trying to see the camera and they had goggles on like some shaded goggles on and a mask because of covid and but you could tell that they was trying to stake out the house where the, where the camera was at even the person in the camera and the shot they never found them police never found them she hired a private investigator they never found them they the private investigator said it was a little too organized for him you know what i'm saying like they no lead they called the flower shop every flower shop even the 800 national ones to see if they could just find if it was sent from another place. Nobody had literally delivered flowers to her so they could not trace back to the person who did it. This person could have got the flowers from anywhere, a funeral home. They could have bought it in cash somewhere. They, they, didn't, they literally didn't leave a trace about these flowers. And what got me was that some people said human trafficking. Some people said that's weird. Some people said maybe it's people in the neighborhood that don't want you there. But they came there to take you out, clearly, okay, or to, to, to do something. It wasn't until I seen this comment from this guy that stuck out to me. It was a little eerie. It was a little telling when he goes, um, sounds to me like they already, he said, sounds to me like they had already put you on the black web and got a buyer. And now they was coming to pick up the merch. I said, wait a bit. And then a lot of people liked it as if they understood. I said, let me think about that again. Yeah, that's what they do. How do we know that people don't know that these are the type of people, they know what they like. These sick fucking people like this. These sick fucking people like that. I'm probably making, they they making a low low on it, but they all need their money and they just looking around. They always looking for a next accepting victim. This is a job. It's a fucking job. Nobody who's in a human trafficking ring, especially if they're bringing people in, whether they're under the control of the human traffickers, making them bring other people in or else. If you think that's the first time they did it and then they went home and they never did it again, you're stupid. It's a job and it's a nine to five. And nobody says, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm looking at you like you're cattle right now and there's money on your head. And it's sick. So please be careful. Everywhere you go for shootings, mass shootings, and everywhere the hell you go with people you meet in. Especially on the damn internet. Y'all still on the internet. Oh, what's y'all could just, just, oh, what's y'all could just, just disable all y'all Wi-Fi. Get off the internet. It's bad enough trying to find love in the street. They all weird on it. All right, y'all. Let me get out of here. Love you. See y'all next time here on Chapel's going to.